Hi, Carol from L.A. here. We rescued Sadie from a local shelter. With an Embarked Dog DNA test, we found out she's mostly border collie. She's a much happier dog since we started agility training. I recommend Embark to any dog owner. You can test for 350 breeds and 190 genetic health conditions. Get the highest-rated dog DNA test at EmbarkVet.com. Go to EmbarkVet.com and use the exclusive promo code DNA to get $64 off an Embark breed and health kit. Hey everyone, thank you for downloading yet another, I'm dropping my stuff, another episode of the Retro Gamers, Larry here. And Anthony here. What's up? Uh, you know, it's another day. <laughs> <laughs> We're back in the studio, and um... Uh, is yeah. that what this is? Sure, why not? I'm going to call my apartment a studio, and it's not a studio <laughs> apartment. Oh, uh, yuck, yuck, that was so funny. hey <laughs> Well then, I am I am in I am in my studio, which is also not a studio because it's a one bedroom. <laughs> there you go. See how that? Well, that's no, that's not a studio. So, it's also a guest um, house. Yes, totally. First and foremost, just real quick, uh, last couple episodes were from Barcade in Brooklyn, and I just want to give a shout out to them. Um, it was a great place. I mean, you heard how much fun we had there. Um, we had Frankie. We had. Uh, Excuse me, Rich, Trish, and uh, you know they definitely had some some good times as well. So good place. We're definitely going to be back soon. Oh yeah, no question. Next time I'm uh, next time I'm back on uh, your side of the country, uh, <laughs> I definitely want to go back there. Yes, Anthony's back on the West Coast. Um, yes, yeah, after after spending an entire eight days in <laughs> Barcade, maybe kind of sort of. Uh, yeah, maybe we'll hit up the New York City one. We'll see what's going on with that. But um, also today, I'm just well today when we record, um, I'm just going to throw it out there: the five-time world champion, New England Patriots. Congratulations, Tom Brady, the ever so happy Bill Belichick, and the entire New England Patriots teams. Good job, boys. Wonderful comeback! I, I just want I just want to know what's going to be this year's Deflate Gate with them. There's so, going to be none. They it we'll was see. it was there, fair there, and square. They were down. Always there's always controversy. No, unfortunately there is. It's but sports. It's sports. It's the best comeback ever in Super Bowl history. The first ever overtime in Super Bowl history. And Brady was like, "Enough is enough. I'm tired of losing. Let's win." Yep. Or it, you know, like I said, they'll find something wrong that, that the refs made the wrong call, or you know, somebody, somebody, somebody was on baby aspirin and that wasn't allowed, or I, you know, they'll, they'll they'll come up with something. I was on the road when uh, when uh, Goodell had to give uh, Brady the, the Lombardi Trophy, but I heard uh, Roger Goodell was not too happy with giving him that trophy, especially after everything he did to Brady after the Flategate. <laughs> yeah, well, I. Can't blame him. <laughs> so uh, way to go. Goodell should have just ran out of the stadium, Honestly, like clutching the trophy what? in his like talons. No. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, all in all, and I will say this as well. I know it's a little pop culture, but we'll talk about. It. I'm going to throw it on the. I'll throw it out there and say I was not expecting a lot out of the halftime show, but I will give it to Lady Gaga. A tremendous halftime show. I will say that. Okay, yeah, those drones were just ridiculous. Yeah, like I literally cool. st- not 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 only was I amazed by what they managed to do with the halftime show, but then they made me want to have a Pepsi. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, I that- literally was there. I haven't had soda in over 10 years and I wanted a Pepsi. <laughs> no, thank Gaga. you. Thank thank you Lady Gaga there and the go. halftime show. Good stuff, good stuff. Um so with that being said, I am I am quite exhausted, but we're ready. We're going to go through this episode, and we got a lot to talk about. Um, you know, some things here we're going to throw out. We're going to uh, kind of we're going to try and uh, you know I'm going let's let's pull the curtain back a little bit. Maybe try and segment some of this into talking about some stuff. We're going to talk about weekly different topics, different regular stuff, which we'll throw out to you guys as well, the fans, you guys and gals, and uh, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, I think I think that's a good plan. Uh, you know, um, segmenting or at least getting us on some type of uh, something a little more schedule like make it make uh, it professional. And, Why would we? 
Yeah, you know, I mean, because people can only listen to you ramble for so long before they get tired of your voice. <laughs> That's why I'm doing the retro gamers now, because only so many people can hear me by myself on my other show. <laughs> That's that's a very good point. That's why I'm here to balance you out. Oh, thanks, God, and, and it's been a blast so far. Um, we're doing good. We're up to like this is, uh, gosh, this this may be our thirtieth episode. Which for is a little, it? I think so. I kind of I went back and counted. Um, I think we're at thirty. So, uh, are we ready for an anniversary special soon? I don't know. Well, I guess I usually hits it at a hundred, but we'll, we'll see if we make oh, it that far. Damn, we'll do fifty. We'll hit when we go. 50. All right, no, uh, we you know thirty. We so, have seventy to go. We can do it. <laughs> um. The other day, I was. If anyone owns a, a a Wii U, you know you can play, you can access, you can play the Wii technically on the Wii U, and you can access the Wii. Uh, um, uh, what do you call it? The f- loading, not loading screen. The virtual console. The the menu screen is what I'm talking about first. But yes, okay. eventually, the, because you can still access the Wii Shop, not the Wii U shop but the Wii Wii shop shop. yeah so and you can still download games which there are a lot more games on the virtual console for the Wii than there is for the Wii U and I wrote down a list here of some Nintendo Super Nintendo games um even a couple of arcade games Turbo Graphics uh just kind of kind of bounce them off off you let me know what you think um if they may even be worth it with purchasing um and hopefully I'll be able to you know get some of these played on the uh I mean, you're actually going to rely on my expertise. I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask for recommendations. That would mean relying on my expertise. Oh, okay, yeah, sure. So for, um, and these are all five dollars each with Nintendo. So don't get me wrong. This may be happening once every two weeks. And when you say that, you mean every other day? Payday. So NES. I mean, they got some good games here. Um, Double Dragon, uh, Ninja Gaiden two and three. Oh, I would really definitely good. download the Ninja Gaiden one. Yeah, right. Do you remember the? Ninja- I, w- I, w- I would actually steer away from the Double Dragon one because the NES port of Double Dragon was actually pretty poor. The first one you didn't like the first one? Not on NES. Really? The any? Yeah, no. Because I mean, if you remember how well the how um, fluid the arcade version was, and then the tran- the transfer over to the NES was just very very sloppy. If you, it, it, I don't know if you remember, but it was very. Um, uh, it was just very. Uh, um, glitchy, and it was cumbersome. It was it, it actually didn't work out that well. It was one of the poorer ports I think that they ever did. Maybe that's why they put Double Dragon Two on the virtu- on the uh, NES Classic. You think that's probably why? Because Double Dragon Two actually got. Uh, I think they fixed all of that stuff hmm. by then. But trust me, like I think I think if you go back and you play the original Double Dragon uh, on NES, you'll hmm. realize that it, they actually did not do. A, a good job with that one. Okay, interesting, very interesting. Uh, but the Ninja Gaiden, I was going to say, do you remember the Ninja Gaiden trilogy that came out on Super Nintendo? Yes, I do. Which was basically Ninja Gaiden 1, 2, and 3. They just put on one car for the Super Nintendo, but unlike uh, Super Mario All-Stars, they did nothing to soup up the graphics. Yeah, and I remember Ninja Gaiden 2 was, I, I want to say, the most challenging one of the three. That one I remember just like pouring bump. hours into that one trying yeah. to beat it. Yeah, that was that was no fun, but but a good game. Like no fun, but challenging in a fun way. Yeah, no, that one that one's definitely worth your five bucks. A um, couple of older games: Pinball, uh, Burger Time. Uh, Burger Time, I used to love. That was one of <laughs> that, that that one was always a blast. And I remember, uh, well, I remember the very very sad version they had on the Atari. Ooh, but yeah. um, well, yeah, I, would, but I mean, sad compared to nowadays. Well, no, I mean like. Atari sad, like because you remember the art. It didn't look anything like the arcade one because it was just all like pixels, like all blocks. Oh yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah, uh, nothing it didn't like look. Any, it didn't look anything like a hot dog or uh, <laughs> you know or the hamburger bun or anything like that. It was really just like blocky True. lines that were jumping around. It was, it yeah, it was just bad. But the NES, I remember the NES version being you know almost an exact replica of the arcade. Oh totally, which was awesome. No, it was one of the very good uh, arcade yep. ports. So, so also uh, worth your five bucks. I'm not too sure about right. pinball though. No, it's too old school. Yeah, I think so. I think I mean I remember uh, you're talking about pinball with the the, the guy walking pinball. around exactly, the yeah. which was yeah, Mario. That was Mario. Yep, yep. Um, I had it on the e reader. Remember the e reader on the Game Boy yes. Advance? But I, God yes, help me, I don't know where the cards are. So wow. Yeah, if I saw those cards, forget about it. Um, some other ones here. Sky Kid. Remember Sky Kid? Oh, I remember Sky Kid. Yeah, I never, 
Well, we but no, 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 we don't need you to do that rendition. <laughs> but um, I do remember, I do remember playing it uh, briefly. Uh, I never really, I never finished. Oh, it you never sure, owned it or anything? No, that oh, one God. I never owned. I never Played owned Sky Kid. Often, yeah. And for so, and every once in a while, I'll confuse Sky Kid with Kid Icarus, and I don't know why because they're two <laughs> completely different games. Um, a series that I love, Adventure Island. Something about that one. That's definitely Great worth series. your five bucks. Uh, Double Dribble, which is a very good, I think, underrated basketball game. That one was, I think, my first basketball game that I ever really enjoyed, and I, I always remember because you know, you know, back then, whenever they had sound. It was yes. really cool, or voice. So, and I would always remember when you would turn it on that it would be double dribble. <laughs> It'd be like you're like double dribble, <laughs> exactly. And just like that every time, and it didn't matter. But just because they said the words made it cool. So um, you know, yeah. How about this one, Mighty Bomb Jack? Oh my god! Remember that Mighty one? Yeah, I haven't heard that. I haven't heard that <laughs> game. That's almost in a very long time. It's almost in the realm of Solomon's Key. You know, like an, which, uh, completely underrated. Which is game. one of my favorites. Have you played it on the the family computer? The mini. Uh, I, I I have played it on my Famicom. Yep. I have game rules. Um, I uh, it rules, and of course, I didn't get very far um, because <laughs> I far it's, it you know I, I've I've noticed my reflexes for for uh, old school games or at least NES games is like waning. I gotta well, get like I gotta get my timing back. Remember what I told you: if your if your TV has a game setting mode. Put it on game mode. It, it does something with the with the relay, makes it just a little bit better. Oh no, I know, but I'm just talking timing okay. in general. It oh, okay. Just, it's not. It's not just on my TV. Oh, then that's just because we're getting so, old. No, that's just that's just old age setting. <laughs> um, and then I was thinking about Life Force, which is like the NES version of Gradius. So, yeah, that one was okay. Which I prefer you, Gradius. Gradius was on the NES. So, um, yeah. so those are the NES games I'm thinking about. Um, Super Nintendo, which is pretty much most of these games just put Super in front of it. <laughs> um, of course. Super Adventure Island. Yep. Um, I guess that's really the only one. <laughs> um, oh, well, that, that's, a, that's a short list. Uh, well, that, no, that puts Super in front of it. Um, oh, okay. They actually have on the Wii con- Virtual Console, they have Super Star Wars, Super Empire Strikes Back, and Super Return of the Jedi. Well, you need which to I'm actually buy shocked about. Yeah, I do have Super Star Wars, so I got. I definitely got to get the other two. Um, and they yeah, had get, um, get, get them before they disappear. Yeah, right. And uh, Indiana Jones, like the Great Adventure, I think it was called uh, on hmm. Super Nintendo. Oh wow! Great yeah, I don't remember it coming out originally. I, I don't remember it. that one. I mean, I remember. Um, I think I don't know. Was it NES or Super Nintendo? I had Indiana Jones on the Last Crusade. I think that. And was then probably, there was. It could have been Super Nintendo. Yep, and then I remember there was Indiana Jones and the Infernal Machine. Oh, that was later. That was much. That was later. way later, yeah. though. Um, I remember there was a Raiders of the Lost Ark game. Yes, that's the one that was also like the arcade at Barcade. Remember the Indiana Jones arcade game? Yep, that played Absolutely. like the NES one. Yep, or the NES one. So, but I don't remember the Great Adventure. I think it was called the Great Adventure. I gotta go back and check. I think it's called the Indiana. I think there was even a young Indiana Jones game. Oof, that's a rough TV show. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Do you remember who played young Indiana Jones in Last Crusade? Yeah, it was River Phoenix. Yep. So uh, let's see what else here. Super Mario Kart, the original, the OG. Uh, Yes, that one's a must own. Um, A couple games from a wonderful side-scrolling series. uh, Super R-Type and R-Type 3. Uh, Yes. R-Type, originally on the uh, TurboGrafx-16. That game rocked. Oh, the good old TurboGrafx-16. Those games, uh, yeah. Well, I remember I remember them I remember them proclaiming they had 64-bit graphics which they did not. <laughs> what was that? The TurboGrafx CD? No, I th- yeah, I think so. It was like they were they, they were the claiming did, that it was yeah. 64 bits, but it wasn't. No, it was 16 it bits wasn't. with like a background that the background only looked like it was 64 bit. <laughs> it's like so a it's Jaguar. Like, yeah, basically. <laughs> uh Gradius 3, Super Street Fighter 2. Um Final Fight. I have I've downloaded Final Fight two and Final Fight three, but I didn't download Final Fight, so I definitely got that's an OG one. That's good. What do you have against Final Fight? I think because I never played Final Fight two and three, I downloaded those first. Uh, okay, Final Fight two I think was the one I, I remember playing in the arcade. Um, there was an arcade not too far from where I lived, uh, or not an arcade. There was a store not too far from where I lived that had Final Fight two. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I didn't know there were sequels really again until I saw the Virtual Console. So. Oh yeah, um, and then uh, classic, classic F Zero. 
Oh, F Zero. F Zero is awesome. Well, are we talking uh, Super Nintendo, the original? Super Nintendo, yeah, not F Zero X, yeah. but F Zero, yeah. Yeah, I I was actually I was actually surprised that um, Nintendo didn't try cashing in on F Zero with their later systems. You, they didn't do it for Wii or Wii U. No, not at all. I think the last one was GameCube. F Zero yeah. GT or whatever it was called. And remember, you were able to sync up the F Zero on GameCube with the F Zero Arcade. Yes, it actually brought your memory card, and you're able to play. <laughs> Yeah, and I remember I loved F Zero um, for N sixty four. I don't think I um, really played. I don't think I owned F Zero F Zero X. I don't think I had it. Oh wow, that was a great game. That mm-hmm. was like that night. I used to play that and um, Wave Race all the time. Oh God, Wave Race. <laughs> Wave Race was just awesome. I mean, it was. It was I mean, granted, it would, it would be. It, it was so hard to control those jet skis sometimes, but man, that game. And then they came out with Blue Storm for GameCube, and I, that one was even better. So. <laughs> Didn't they have Wave Race 64? Is that the one that you're talking about? Yeah, Wave Race 64 was the first Wave Race. Okay, gotcha. There were only two. There was that one, and then there was Blue Storm, which was on GameCube. Okay, I don't remember Blue Storm. That's the one I got to think about. Yeah, I think I, I, I still own that one. Oh, really? Part of my collection. Oh. Yep. Blue Storm, yeah, I still have. All righty. Definitely and, fun. And uh, there's a couple other games. Uh, Bonk's Revenge for TurboGrafx-16. So I remember that. that one. And the only... Never- ver- what? Bonk's no, Revenge. I was gonna say I, I've never played it. Oh, it was it was the second Bonk. Uh, I mean, Bonk's Adventure was awesome on his, on on uh, Turbo Graphic. It eventually came out on NES, but um, yeah, Bonk's Adventure. Like Bonk was like Turbo Graphics mascot. It was their Sonic, their Mario. Yeah, no, I don't think that was a good choice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Just saying. And then the only way I can get it, the arcade version of 1942. Oh yes, nineteen forty series. Love that series. I was so. not, I, not a big fan of that. No, no. You know, the, you know what it was. The problem with those games is like a million of those games wound up coming out. I mean, granted, nineteen forty two is probably one of the earlier ones, but there were so many different versions of that game. Like I remember Tiger Healy more than I remember nineteen forty two. Tiger Healy, good lord. But that's only yeah, and and I have no other base, like no reasoning behind that except that maybe. I had access to Tiger Healy in that 1942. <laughs> I don't. I honestly don't know. There's no. There's no other reason I could think of. Fair enough. Um, so yes, I'll see as the weeks go on. I'll try and um, pick away at this. So it's a healthy. It, that's a healthy list. I can see you setting yourself back on some cash. Uh, so that's why it's going to be every payday. Sounds like a plan. <laughs> I don't know, like uh, to, you know, and I, I've told you this before too, but um, I can't do the I, I can't do the virtual console downloads for retro games. It's like I'm I, I need to buy the originals. I just have to, and I know it's going to cost me more money down the line, but um, I want I want to own the I want to own them in my collection that way. I don't way. blame you. I certainly don't yeah. blame you. Mine's just more for convenience. Yeah, and I get the convenience factor. I mean, I don't have anything against virtual like virtual downloads and everything like that, mm-hmm. and I have a handful of games that I have downloaded. But there's just something about having that cartridge in my hand, oh, or that, or that disc in my hand, agreed. and you know, and popping it into the original system and loading it up, you know. Totally. Especially since I have all my systems hooked up now. That's the thing. You got your systems hooked up. If I had the systems, different ball game. But mm-hmm. uh, you know, I no longer have the systems, and like, I'm not a fan of emulators on the computer. But I feel mm-hmm. like buying them through the virtual console is almost like quote unquote legit. Like coming, it's almost like. Buying it from the first party provider, I don't know. It's yep. mental. <laughs> so no, I, I I get the concept. You're uh, you know it's a, it's a, it's a loyalty thing. It's a willingness to not pirate material, oh, and a, yeah. uh, it's it's more respectable that way. And I I agree with that because I work in uh, I'm trying you know I work in an, I work in an industry where you know where things get pirated all the time. So <laughs> well, you're um, doing your best not to have anything downloaded yeah well there there are certain people that i know specifically who pirate material that uh shouldn't be out of respect for me and they don't <laughs> they do it anyway Abu. you know who i'm, you know who I'm talking oh, about i know all too well. who doesn't listen i know all too <laughs> well <laughs> so um yeah so we'll see and as the weeks go on i'll uh i'll clue you in if i saw purchasing any of these well, so well before you start purchasing all of them i think we need to touch on another subject because last month I completed Shining Force 2. Granted, I completed it months later than I planned on doing it, but I did complete it, and I completed the last part live on Facebook. You did? Uh, 
So, and you said after I completed Shining Force 2, you would be switching over to Castlevania 2, Simon's Quest. So, when is that going to commence? Very soon, to be honest with you, very soon. When I did my, um, when I played Super C uh, on Facebook Live, um, it real first of all I figured out how to be able to because I bought I bought this this video capture um um not even a program it's a I don't know an attachment El Elgato um I'll get the name for it next time but Elgato Elgato um, <laughs> 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 yeah yeah the cat, the cat. <laughs> um so when I was able to jerry rig everything and, and get it hooked up um to be able to play uh Super C it really showed me how I can now do Castlevania 2 uh, a little bit easier. Um, I still got to kind of have to move some things around to make it a little bit um, safer <laughs> for when I have everything right. hooked up to record. But now that I know how to do it, it's going to be happening very, very soon. If not this week, I honestly, to be honest with you, I definitely want to start it no later than next week. And um, Well, wait a minute. Is your plan to play the entire game through on Facebook Live? Not on one shot. But as I say, that's a that's a long game. Yeah, especially, no, I, especially when you factor in the two minutes it takes to tell you what a horrible night it is to have a curse. <laughs> no, exactly. That's the part Every I'm not looking time. forward to. Um, yeah. No, no, it won't be a single a single playthrough. I'll just play a little bit here and there. You know, on you know days where I know I have off the next day, I'll probably do a little bit of a marathon. Um, mm-hmm. You know, until I throw the controller against the window. But well, you know, that's always fun. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, uh, but yeah, I'm def- if not this week, next week, and I'll, I'll let people know. Uh, and it'll be fun to watch, hopefully, as I, again, uh, descend into madness well, like I did with Super C. But Super C, man, that rocked playing that game online. Yeah, you, you were proud of yourself, huh? I, you know what? Not for nothing. I always thought there were seven levels in the game. So I, I would always get, just playing on my own, I would get to the seventh level, and I got it on like three different versions. I got it like the NES Classic, the Wii U, I think I have it on the 3DS, um... Even on the Contra 4, I unlocked it. So I finally made it to to level 7, and I don't know why. I thought it was the last one, because that's where the aliens start showing up. And when you play Super C and you get to, like, level 7, man, they are blatantly ripping off Alien, <laughs> the movie. It is wild watching how they some of the some of the villains just look like, well, aliens. So <laughs> Well, I mean, that doesn't surprise me in the least. I mean... <laughs> So um, if, you didn't, if, if you couldn't get the movie rights to make a video game, then by God, you're going to make one anyway. You sure. And they did it right with 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 uh, Super C. So I would get there and then I finally got to the boss and I just couldn't do it that, you know, couldn't defeat it. So that's what drove me to to do Super C live on Facebook, which I played what I ended up playing for about an hour and 15 minutes. And if you go to. Plugo Plugo, uh, Facebook.com slash Retro Gamers Podcast. The video is there, but I will give you a heads up. You don't have to watch the whole uh, hour 15. I have, there's, I think it's like. Well, that's because you die a lot. For, well, yeah, but I got far before I started dying. But and also when I started talking, I died. Um, it's like 48, 49 minutes in. There's a link you just click on. It'll bring it to the part of the video where I do my last run through before all my continues are out. So I get past. I get to level seven. Turns out the weapon I always thought was the least effective, the the fire weapon, was yep. actually the best weapon to use on that level. So oh, there um, you go. Yeah, it, it was it was shocking to be honest with you. So I and finally here we are thinking that that weapon was useless. I hate that weapon. It sucks in contra. Most people do. And super C, I didn't think it would it would do much, but it did a lot. So. I do that, I, I defeat the boss, and what happens is it's like a little bit of a delay between the end of level 7 and what ends up being level 8, and you hear my shock when it says area 8, and I have to go through a whole nother, which is probably the last level at that point, um, and then it goes from alien to predator, because then all the villains <laughs> look like predators. <laughs> so, and you did not survive. No, no, because it was the, that was the very first time I ever got to that level, so I didn't know what was going on. Um, wow. But I am determined on my own, and maybe every once in a while I'll pop on to do that. But that got me motivated to do Castlevania too. Long story, well, long story, long. So, wait, 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 yes, that was a very long story, and um, thank you for. <laughs> we got time to you, fill. Thank you, thank you for not cutting it down. Um, <laughs> but as I say, Castlevania two is nothing like Super C, so you're just going to be in for something entirely different. <laughs> Gotta be so um, so I don't know how that got you ready for Super C, but um, d- d- displaying, broadcasting the game—that's what I'm talking about. Getting it out well, yeah. there for the masses. 
Well, no, and that's a that's a good you know that's a good play. And I need I need to I need to sit down and figure out what the next game is that I'm gonna wind up playing through. And I'm leaning towards uh, Tecmo's Deception for PlayStation One since I now have it. There you go. Um, along with all of its sequels. Yeah, you got the whole series now. All four. I got right? the whole series now, which yeah. is awesome. Um, I have to figure out what my next conquest is going to be video game wise i think I'm, i've been pining a lot for nightmare on elm street on nes and i think that's going to be the next oh, one that i try and track down good luck so i know and it's not it's it, there's nothing great about that game i'm like i just want it for the nostalgia not huge nightmare on elm street fan my favorite horror movie series um so i want to get my hands on that game i would actually also like to get my hands on it i know it's um uh i know it's going to be more difficult to find but uh, Nightmare on Elm Street for Commodore 64. Ooh, really? Uh, Good look. Yes, and, th- and that was based off the third movie in the series, which was Dream Warriors, mm-hmm. uh, which was awesome. So uh, the game itself is not very good. It's a Commodore 64 <laughs> game. But um, I still want to get my hands on it. So um, okay. I think that may be the, that may be the, next, uh, the next couple of games that I set my sights on tracking down. Okay, not roll with that. Uh, yep. Yeah. So, um, and for the record, I must say my favorite game on Commodore 64, High Rollers. Oh, God, I had High Rollers, too. <laughs> uh, I was always a game show fanatic, but like High Rollers and um, what was the other? Uh, I think Card Sharks was Card on there, too. Classic Concentration. <laughs> Classic Concentration, I actually... When was the last time you thought about your batteries? I mean, that's what they do, right? Stay unnoticed, unseen, shoved in a battery compartment and click... Your stuff works, but you're going to be thinking about this one. Duracell Optimum, the battery that can make your devices work even better than Copper Top. Toothbrushes, faster. Screwdrivers, faster. RC cars, yeah, an upgrade without upgrading. So just this one time, do you and your devices a favor and upgrade to the power of Duracell Optimum. When was the last time you thought about your batteries? I mean, that's what they do, right? Stay unnoticed, unseen, shoved in a battery compartment and click... Your stuff works, but you're going to be thinking about this one. Duracell Optimum, the battery that can make your devices work even better than Copper Top. Toothbrushes, faster. Screwdrivers, faster. RC cars, yeah, an upgrade without upgrading. So just this one time, do you and your devices a favor and upgrade to the power of Duracell Optimum. Add and I think I still have it. Really? For the NES. For the NES. Okay. Sweet. Yeah, that was a that was a I don't know that I used to I used to remember watching that back to back with Scrabble when <laughs> I was homesick from Scrabble. school. Oh um, God, what a show! Yeah, but I used to watch those back to back. But classic concentration, yeah, they did make it for uh, the NES, and yeah. I did have it or do have it, I should say. I'm sorry, I actually still have it. Um, but yeah, so but what's the name? Yeah, I guess. Circling back to the next game I want to play, it may be Tecmo's Deception or it may be something else. I don't know, but I think I'm leaning towards Tecmo's Deception because yeah, I've been talking about it for a long time. Exactly. Why not? And and it would I think yeah. it would lead to a really good game to 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 stream. So yeah, exactly. I just got to get myself set up to stream. You know, I won't get set up the way that you have because you're crazy and spend a lot of money to do that. <laughs> wasn't um, that much money? It's Christmas. Uh, well, no, it wasn't that much money. But I'm going to go the low merit route of uh, just you know pointing uh, pointing my phone at my to, TV. To be fair, though, with my with the thing that I got, it's like HDMI only. So even if I was playing a game on the PS2 or, or anything like that, it would have or PS1, it would have to be you know uh, uh, um, gorilla style, phone. yeah, with the phone. So. Yeah, I, w- I wish Facebook Live would let you do it a different way, but it, it, we could talk about that later because there are yeah, other ways to bar, do it, not, yeah. not related. So, uh, but anyway, true. I mean that that's the way it runs, and uh, moving on. Yes. So, <laughs> and with that, I think we're going to uh, uh, segue. I guess a poor segue into uh, one of our that's first a horrible segue. To, one of our first to um, you know just kind of I've, I've talked about it before, and I think it's kind of cool. Enough stuff happens every week. Uh, that just things happen that, you know, whatever's old is new again. And, um, you know, maybe one day we'll have a theme song for it or like a segment theme or something. Yes. <laughs> What's well, old is new. Um, so no, it won't be that. Well, maybe it will because, you know, no, what? that's free. Will not be that. No, I'll, I, that I, I, I'll make that clear right now. It's not that. <laughs> um, we were talking about Double Dragon earlier. There is a new Double Dragon and it is a sequel. Double Dragon 4 has recently come out on the PlayStation 4 and Microsoft Windows. 
Um, what makes this kind of what's old is new is it is like Mega Man 9, Mega Man 10. It's done in the old 8-bit style. Maybe even 16-bit. If you No, 8-bit. 8-bit style. It is the 8-bit NES yep. style. That yep. is correct. Um, the game is getting trashed. So uh, I haven't had a chance to really play it. I want to. But um, not doing too good as far as the old uh, rating system is concerned. Yeah, well, from my understanding, um, ba- and again, this is only based on the information that uh, I've read in reviews because I haven't played it yet either. Mm-hmm. Um, and this actually brings up a point that we talked about earlier, is that they created Double Dragon 4 in a similar vein, the similar vein of Double Dragon for NES. Mm-hmm. And now, if you remember what I said a little while ago, mm-hmm. the Double Dragon for the first Double Dragon for the NES was a poor port. It, um, so to copy that one was probably their biggest mistake. And um, and apparently in the reviews, that's what they they keep saying is that they copied they copied the NES version when they should have been copying the arcade version. Um, so so um, that like you know so it's kind of glitchy and there are issues, which is a shame because Double Dragon's awesome and you know uh, and I'll give Double Dragon for its fair due. I mean I'll I'll probably download it at some point and try it. Um, but it's a shame that like nobody had the foresight to realize that. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm gonna be honest with you. It wasn't until you just mentioned it tonight. I never really thought of Double Dragon, the first one, being so maybe like glitchy. Um, it could be because I just I played it back then and I didn't realize it, and I haven't really played Double Dragon, the first one, probably since the NES. Yeah, I think if you, I think if you, tr- I think if you tried it, you'll find that very quick. Or if you, you know, you just go online and look. If you can look up a video of oh, the yeah, original totally. NES version, I mean, it'll it'll show you very clearly that um, um, it's you know, yeah, it just was a lackluster port. So, which kind of stinks. But and, and and for those of you thinking about, um, yes, technically this is not the fourth game in the series. Uh, that would have been Super Double Dragon. But <laughs> that's correct. This being Double Dragon Four, um, we'll get there. Don't worry, we're getting there. Double Dragon 4, um, basically, uh, it seems like the way the story is, it kind of takes place after Double Dragon 2, um, but really, I mean, it's let's face facts, the story is what the story is, going around, establishing dojos, they run into a new gang called the Renegades, who have teamed up with the Black Warriors, who were defeated in Double Dragon 2, to finally put an end to Billy and Jimmy once and for all. So there's your basic story. No girlfriends getting violently punched in the stomach, like in the beginning of Double Dragon, <laughs> which is which is fantastic. Yes, right. <laughs> so um, it's got to do. It's got to um, some uh, besides the, the the gameplay itself. There's a uh, two player battle mode, kind of like Street Fighter, which I think was in Double Dragon Three, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, like a not sure on that one. I thought it was, but it's got, so it's got a two-player battle mode. So if you don't want to play the, the the regular version of the game, um, you just do that. You know, just one on one, and as you play the game, you unlock characters. Um, I mean, just looking at some of the ratings here, just to show you. And I know a lot of people don't necessarily go by ratings. Almost like when you go watch a movie. Like when I go see a movie, I don't really listen to the critics. I'll go and judge it on myself. But games, Shame on you. <laughs> no offense, to anyone in the business. But games, I think you can gauge a little bit better with reviews. I mean, Metacritic, forty-eight out of a hundred. Um, game rankings, forty-eight and forty-nine percent, I should say. IGN, giving it three point five out of ten. Yeah. Even Game Informer, six out of ten. So it's not, it's not faring too well. I may uh, just wait for it to drop in price on the PS4, and then I'll just scoop it up at that point. That's uh, probably the safer bet to do um, because, yeah, I mean, like I said, you know, just like I said, I don't think they did the, the best job with it. No, but I like that they're doing it because I just feel that make these new games in the 8-bit graphics. You know what I mean? Just keep trying. Mega Man 9 yeah. and 10 were awesome. All right, fine. Double Dragon 4 fell short, but at least they tried doing it in that old school feel. Oh no, I'm all for it. Yeah. I mean, I love the so I love the fact that I love the fact that they're still making or trying to make retro games. Granted, you know they're not they're few and far between, but at least you know they're they're yeah they're making that attempt to appeal to um you know gamers from our era. Oh, totally. <laughs> Even on the coming out on the Nintendo Switch, I forgot the name of the game, but it's something like an RPG that has a very 
eight bit, sixteen bit feel. Yes, with you know better looking, smoother graphics and stuff, but it's still got that sixteen bit feel. I can't remember the name of the game. It's got a weird name to it, but but you know they're trying. The companies are trying. Yeah, they are. Um, you know, you know what is regretful though. After all these years in Double Dragon history, they never right. made a video game based off the movie. <laughs> now who's the boss? <laughs> Best line in that oh whole rotten movie. I, I honestly don't know what was worse, the the movie or the fact that I owned it on DVD at one point in time. <laughs> I own like the Canadian version. I don't think it ever came out technically in the no, US. It, no, it came out oh, did in it? the US. Oh, okay. It came out it, it came out very early on when DVDs were a thing and it was it was um it was the box case where you had to unsnap the right side oh, and God, then it was a cardboard yes. that you opened up. It yes. was one of those boxes. Oof. Um and I remember I bought it because for some odd reason I did not remember how bad it was. <laughs> um, and then I bought it and watched it and I'm like, oh my god, this is like the worst thing in the yeah, world. I didn't think they could make Alyssa Milano not look good. But, you know, short, spiky, beach blonde hair does not work oh, with Alyssa. No, I, I'm surprised she even saw her hair because they put her in such a tight <laughs> top. There was only really two things you could notice the whole time she was on screen. But, what was it? Oh. But- New New York or New Los Angeles? Where, where yeah, no, no, no. It was, it, if I, I think it was, I think it was. I want to say it was New New York. <laughs> and the but T-1000 I could be mixing. I could be chasing. I could be mixing that up with Futurama. They really got a lot of. Hold on, let's talk about this. They got a lot of big names for that movie. Robert Patrick, Alyssa Milano. Um, at the Scott time, Wolf. yeah, he was on what Party of Five at the time. Yeah, but no, but Party of Five came after. Oh, did it? Oh yeah, oh, wow. Party of oh, Five. Okay. I, I don't think Party of Five started until after that. Oh, and um, who's the other Double Dragon? Who was the brother? Oh, um, oh God, I don't remember his name. I'm trying to do this without looking it up. I'm not going to remember it. But well, um, cheat. Look it up. <laughs> That's why we have computers. <laughs> but um, well, you are right, you go to. Go ahead. You keep going. I'll look it up. That's pretty much about it. It's not much else to talk about with Double Dragon other than that one line. No, I mean, and, and yeah, they just Mark Tacascos. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. I, yes. I have no idea. He was the other. He was the other brother. What and, else was he uh, in? Oh, uh, he was in. Oh, actually, he was just in. Um, what the hell TV show was he in? I think he was in. Um, Heroes. I want to say. He? Okay. Yeah, I remember he was in a movie. I want to say Only the Strong was one of the movies he was in. Um. Oh, I'm sorry. Agents of Shield. He was just in Agents oh, wow. of Shield. Okay. For I think a season and a half. Oh wow. Um. Yeah. I I, I want to say he died in season three. I haven't watched. I think. So, okay. Um. Well, too bad. Um. <laughs> so he was in the Mortal Kombat Legacy series. Oh yes, great. Um, great series. He played uh, Kung Lao. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um. And then uh, okay. yeah, I mean, if you go if you go all the way back uh let's see cradle to the grave why are we talking oh, about all this right guy? so he's got some uh, uh yeah he was he was in stuff okay okay uh, works for me uh, and double dragon double <laughs> double dragon by the way was 1994 oh wow and at the time uh god dude was already 30 years old <laughs> <laughs> oh good lord all right well there you go go rent double dragon so. no don't 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 <laughs> don't give it money <laughs> So let's get, let's get into this part now. Um, this week in gaming. So another thing. Ah, we, this week in gaming. Let's talk about that. I think you're gonna like this this one. And um, pretty much. Well, I think the title says it all. This week in gaming. Well, since this is the first, uh, yeah, I was gonna say since this is the first time we're doing it. Uh, a, a very simple idea is that we're just gonna we're just gonna talk about. Um, you know, significant or notable games that came out um, this week in gaming history. Yep. Um, and when talk- I say notable, I'm talking about notable to us uh, <laughs> or or to the industry in general, if it's a, you know a monumental game. But true, um, true. but yeah, so that that's basically what this segment is going to be, and we're going to try and do this weekly. Yeah, and uh, no, right now we're talking about the week of February 5th, 2017. Stop. So what do we got? What's on tap for this week? All right. So um, I think the I think the first one that I want to throw out there, um, since we you, you did mention something of this nature before, anyway, was um, it, February 9th, nineteen eighty eight 
was the date that Contra was released in Japan on the Nintendo Entertainment System. And uh, we both know how fond we are of the Contra series. Contra's the very first game I ever beat. uh, Contra was definitely not the first game that I beat, but it was the game that I loved beating more than any other Mm -hmm. game. Because Mm -hmm. you could could essentially get through it in like 20 minutes. Oh, yeah, no, once you had it down... Totally. Yeah, once you had it, once you had it down, it wasn't that. It, yeah, you just you know, you know, muscle memory took over. Yep. Um, but uh, yeah, so and that one, you know, and interesting about the Contra series, it just popped to mind is that like they never really went beyond the Super Nintendo, really, did they? Uh as far as did quality, they? yeah. I mean, they had games on PlayStation, PS2, but they weren't. Oh yeah, I remember that those. Good. They just they weren't. They didn't feel the same. No, no. I mean, the, uh, Operation C on Game Boy was really good. I, actually, I've been playing that lately. Um, but beyond that, yeah, I don't. I, I can't think of any. Oh no, that's a lie. Genesis Contra Hardcore. Oh yes, was yes, yes, fantastic. Yes, yes. That was a great game. Yep. Forgot about that one. So. but anyway, the original Contra, nineteen eighty-eight. This week in history. Okay. What else we have happening this week? Oh, what else we have happening this week? Okay, so sticking with um. Sticking with the NES, also in 1988, um, you had the um, Japanese release of Dragon Warrior 3 for the NES. And Ooh. the Dragon Warrior series was a series that um, um, that I always wanted to play, but for some odd reason never got around to it. I think, uh, I think uh, to me, it was always Dragon Warrior or Final Fantasy as opposed to Dragon Warrior and Final Fantasy. Nah, that's so, true. Yeah. Uh, and I was more of a Final Fantasy kid mm-hmm. so i never played uh, dragon warrior unfortunately but dragon warrior 3 um came out this week in ni- uh this in 1988 and then one year later i'm sorry two years later in 1990 you had dragon warrior 4 that dragon warrior famous. series it was good the only one i played was dragon warrior 1 and the only reason why i played it is because that was the game that i forgot why they did it but if you were a subscriber to nintendo power you got a free copy of dragon warrior on NES, I remember being part of Nintendo yep. Power, but I don't think I, I don't think I was a subscriber. I think I just bought them in the store. Oh yeah, no, no, it's definitely. I mean, you still you have to send to away for it. Did they, wait, hold on. Did they? Did I have to request it, or they just sent it? They may have just sent it. I, I do not it. know. It's been a while, but, but yeah, no, we'll, that was a good game. We'll leave it at that. Uh, moving on to a couple of other notable things this week in history, um, we we're going to jump. You know, almost a decade uh, to 1999 mm-hmm. when Final Fantasy VIII came out for PS1 wow. in Japan. Okay, that... now it came out. Se- if I remember correctly, it came out several months later here mm-hmm. uh, in the states. But uh, yeah, this week in 1999, Final Fantasy VIII was on shelf in Japan. There you go, and especially and... after the success of Seven. You know. Oh yeah, seven. Seven. I think kind of, seven to me redefined the whole RPG industry. Mm. I mean, because when you played through seven, man, that, that one was just absolutely monumental. Now eight, the story. I remember because when I played through eight, I, I I can honestly say I did not beat it. I made it all the way to like the last disc, mm-hmm. um, and I, I just lost interest in the story like just out of nowhere i was just like the story is dragging i'm not really like getting into it the way that i was before and i just kind of fell off right at the end and i know i was really close um but there were so many things about the game that i liked uh it made me want to go back and do it uh and play through it again so uh i will circle back to that one at some point sounds good um so also um this week in 1999 was another one of my uh, was one of my favorite games of all time that uh, and not only that, uh, my younger sister as well, um, we used to play uh, this game all the time. And it was Mario Party for N64. So the very first Mario Party. I know right now we're up to 10 on the Wii U. Yeah. Uh, not even 10, counting 10. a couple of the offsets like with Game Boy Advance and DS. Right. So, um, But yeah, this week in 1999 is when it all started. So the original Mario Party. And I still remember the blisters. That I had on my, on my hand yep. from you know turning that uh, turning the little joystick in a circle repeatedly to beat certain games. Um, we, yeah, that game was way more fun than it had any right to be. We went um, nuts with that game in college. That was one of the big big games to play. That and Goldeneye. Um, well, and also in in my uh, dorm, Pokemon Puzzle League. But uh, Mario Party was definitely one of the top ones that we played way too often. Well, that, that yeah, I mean, it's just because you know the games were not 
they weren't that long. The mini games were really fun new. and frenetic, and you had yeah, and you can just have four people going at it all the time. It was just super yeah. fun. It was just a new gameplay, uh, you know, with the mini yeah. games and everything. Yep, exactly. Um, and then uh, moving, just moving on to uh, a couple more in 2002, this week in history, and I think you'll talk. You can talk more about these. I think these were more um, your interests. Were um, Paper Mario for N64. Yes. Which was, from what I understand, an excellent game. I never got a chance to play it. Um, I played a little bit of it. I actually did download it, going back to the virtual console, so I do have it. Uh, I played a little bit of it again there. Uh, that was at the tail end of the N64. I kind of forgot O2. I mean, that the N64 really lasted. Yeah, it lasted longer than everybody thought it was going yep. to. I mean, if you think about it, it came out in 96. Yep. Um, so, I mean, that, a good year, you know, a good five, six-year run is pretty cool. And the Paper Mario series is still going on today. You had Super Paper Mario on Wii, which is one of the best games on the Wii that was out there. Uh, Paper Mario even just, um, they just merged. What they just do? Paper Mario and I think like uh, the, the Mario RPG. I got I to gotta double check that. But they just merged um, Paper Mario and, and it was Sticker Mario. I forgot the name of it. Um, but yeah, so they, the Paper Mario series is still going and still going strong too. Which is awesome. Um, it's and again, like I said, it's one of those games I really want to pick up. Yep. Um, uh, also, this week in two thousand two on PlayStation two, um, and again, well, and this is somewhat fitting considering you know we just had the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, NFL two thousand two Blitz, oh, fantastic. The NFL's version of NBA Jam. Blitz was a fantastic series. Um, not 02, it must have been probably the 99 or 2000, uh, the arcade version was in the little mini arcade room they had in college where I went, and uh, I played Blitz endlessly that game. Well, I, I'm glad somebody did. Uh, and then uh, just, <laughs> right. one last, just one last one to mention really quickly. Uh, 2004 for Game Boy Advance, Metro Zero Mission. Yeah, uh, came out yep. this week. That Zero Mission, basically like a, a a remake of Metroid, the original Metroid, um, a game that I'm dying to pick up and play, and uh, you know to give that a shot. It's a little bit, it's it's a different enough from the original Metroid that makes it a whole new gameplay, but it's got that same elements as your original Metroid. And the Metroid games on Game Boy were fa- that and Metroid Fusion. F- well, I never played Zero Mission. I'll be honest with you, but Metroid Fusion was absolutely fantastic on the Game Boy Advance. It is available on the Wii U, I believe. You can play it there as well. Uh, same with Zero Mission, actually, I think. So, um, yeah, no, they did good by those Game Boy Advance games with the, with the Metroid games. Yeah, I, I'll take your word for that, too. <laughs> um, and then, um, you know, and then just one final note before we uh, we close this little segment mm-hmm. off is that uh, this weekend, this weekend, um, this week in history, not one Virtual Boy game was released. So <laughs> that is hard for me to believe, to, but okay. I just, I just wanted to put that out there, make sure everybody knows. And uh, this has been this week in history. <laughs> Thank you very much. This week in gaming, Twig. <laughs> so, uh, all right, I like that. I think we're gonna, I think we're gonna come across a lot of cool stuff. I think as time goes on with that one, so that's. that's I agree. Good. I definitely agree. And uh, I think uh, we'll maybe start to. Uh, to start bringing this episode to a close. I don't, I'm sorry, I cut you off. That you had something to. No, I mean, I thought uh, the only the only other thing I thought worth mentioning at this point, uh, at least for this episode, I know um, this happened probably about a week ago, but um, you know, something to bring up since you know he was so influential in our in gaming history. But the founder of Namco, um, yes, passed away last week, Masaya Nakamura, mm-hmm. uh, at the ripe young age of 91. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> and, and I mean, over in Japan, that's like the new 27. So, um, more or less. Yeah, no, but that, uh, yeah, he was, he was in, he was in charge of Namco, right? Yeah, he was, he founded Namco in 1955. So he was the founder of Namco. 1955? Yes. What were they putting out back in 1955? Uh, psh, I don't know, DeLoreans? <laughs> um, but, uh, um, no, I, I, if I remember correctly, like they were, um, Trading card company like Nintendo? No, they weren't a trading card company, but I think they may have started with, I want to say like pinball machines oh, okay. or something that like that. Sense. Like uh, they, they were always doing gaming stuff, but um, yeah, I, I'm trying to remember exactly what they did. 
Uh, I just remember when I went to Japan recently, like you, there are actual Namco stores. Really? Or, and not even stores, like oh, almost like did. arcades that you go into. Remember, yes, I told you about you did. that. Yes, no, no, you did. I think you sent me a picture as well. Yeah, and um, when I was walking around, when I was walking around by my hotel, I couldn't. Um, they were all closed, so I couldn't go in to actually check it out. Mm-hmm. But, um, but yeah, like it, it, you know, Namco is much, much bigger than uh, than it is in the states. Obviously, here in the states, we get we get the video games mm-hmm. and you know whatever the the the, ar- the arcades and mm-hmm. things like that. I'm like, but the, yeah, it's 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 huge over there. <laughs> so they were originally open. Let's see, 1955 in Tokyo. Uh, they started out by running children's rides. Oh, okay. Um, and then they expanded into you know, and then they expanded into coin operate operated gaming. Mm-hmm. So and then they just built they built themselves from there. That was it. And you know. It, it, he when he passed away, everyone kept talking about it like he was the father of Pac-Man. So I'm thinking Toru Iwatani died. He goes, yep. that's the guy who created Pac-Man. But no, this is the guy who created Namco, who was able to create Pac-Man. <laughs> so I guess he's exactly. like the grandfather of Pac-Man. Yeah, like exactly. Well, yeah. I mean, it's it's really the whole idea of like you know would would Pac Man have come to be had you know Namco not been around for it? No, so no, it's of like, course. You know, so. so it's just one of those things you have to think about. All right. Well, certainly, uh, as I will uh, quote a, another podcast, um, Kevin Smith from Hollywood Babylon, big bucket of win there for uh, Mr. Um, how do you say his name again? <laughs> his name Messiah Nakamura. Oh, Nakamura. I can, I can say Nakamura. Yes. Okay. You can say Nakamura, yes. Yes, I wonder if there's any relation not, to... It's not that complicated. Shinsuke Nakamura. Uh, all right, no, but in all honesty, uh, certainly rest in peace there. And um, definitely uh, Namco has done, still does a lot. So, uh, so uh, yeah, no, we're going to end this show then, I guess, on a downer, because this guy died. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, and it was a double downer too because right before this, I was making fun of the Virtual Boy, <laughs> which which makes me which personally makes me happy. Well, <laughs> all right. Well, there we go. Now we're back up. All right. Well, with that being said, um, we're going to bring this episode to a close, and we'll uh, we'll catch you all uh, next week. I'll uh, see if I'm going to decide whether or not start Castlevania two this week or next week, but it will be within the next two weeks. So that all right, I'm looking forward to seeing you struggle through that oh because I've beaten, that, I've beaten that game a couple of times. So uh, easiest beware. Part, easiest part of the game is the end. I just got to get to the end of the game. Yes, it's very easy to beat Dracula in the end, but getting there is the chore. <laughs> and with that, we're going to call it. So uh, thank you for joining us here this week. Remember, follow us everywhere. Me, Anthony, both on Twitter. Follow us on the Facebook page. But the best thing you can do is subscribe and hit that share button. Hit that like button, please. We need it. We like it. We love it. Uh, What he said. (laughs) All right, folks. Have a good one. Take care. When was the last time you thought about your batteries? I mean, that's what they do, right? Stay unnoticed, unseen, shoved in a battery compartment, and click, your stuff works. But you're going to be thinking about this one. Duracell Optimum, the battery that can make your devices work even better than copper top. Toothbrushes, faster. Screwdrivers, faster. RC cars, yeah, an upgrade without upgrading. So just this one time, do you and your devices a favor and upgrade to the power of Duracell Optimum. When people asked us what kind of dog Maverick was, we were always stumped. Now we know thanks to Embark's dog DNA test. He's a golden retriever mixed with Siberian Husky. We also got his health results and shared them with our vet. Embark is the highest rated dog DNA test and a must-have for any pet parent. You can test for 350 breeds and 190 genetic health conditions. Get free shipping and save $64 today on a breed and health kit with promo code DNA at EmbarkVet.com.